I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Well, hello everyone out there in podcast land. This is Vanessa Ferguson from Beyond the Mouse, part of the Front Row Review Network. Joining me today for this special episode is my co-host, the wonderful, the talented, the amazing Brett Rutherford. I'll just say I'm Brett, but she's very kind. (laughs) Craig cannot be with us today. Um, He is banished. I'm banishing him (laughs) from this episode because we're going to be talking all about Ralph Breaks the Internet, or Wreck-It Ralph 2, as some people are calling it online. Uh, We're going to be talking all about that, and um, although Craig has not seen it, Brett has seen it probably (laughs) 15 times, 20 times. No, it's, it's a, well, first of all, I was, well, we love, we love Craig, and we want him to be here, but, you know, it's the holiday season, it's the (laughs) holiday season, and I'm sure that, you know, yeah, I'm, I really want to see it, and this is like a month later, anyway, but, uh, anyway. Right. But with me, I've sort of made up for it because due to circumstances, um, I was working on a couple of shows and I would do my day job and then I'd have a little bit of time or plenty of time or a little bit of time before uh, my work with the theater projects um, would happen like in the evening. So in the meantime, I would go see Wreck-It Ralph because I loved it so much. And uh, I'm sorry, Ralph breaks the internet. You've seen it? I've seen it five times. Five times. So that's more than plenty to make up for Craig. So Craig, that's okay. Have a great time. We're just going to take over this uh, episode here and and talk all about Ralph and uh, what we liked and maybe um, some things of that maybe we would want to change. I don't know that Brett wants to change anything about it, but we're going to be diving in. So uh, just to warn you, this will be a spoiler-filled uh, episode. Filled, filled so, with spoilers. Exactly. So if you haven't seen it, Craig, you can't be listening right now. Turn it off. <laughs> um, so if, you, if you're like Craig and you haven't seen it, um, maybe uh, go watch go it watch first. It and come back. And come back. Or just enjoy the spoilers. Yeah. So let's dive right in, dive, shall we? Dive. Um, this is the uh, sequel to Wreck-It Ralph, and I, I wanted to ask you, Brett, um, maybe we should first talk about our overall thoughts on the film, because it is different from the first one. It is. I think, well, the first one was about uh, arcades and arcade games, yeah. and this was about that, plus the internet, which is probably more wide, certainly more, more my, widespread and more prominent and more, you know, culturally... Uh, uh, well, anyway, it's it's part of our. It's what's well, what every, we do everyone now. has the internet nowadays, yes, and not everyone was playing, you know, Pac Man and and Sonic and all the all right. those old, yes. older games. I'm not even mentioning the ones probably that were in the first film, but um, yes, that that was more of a nostalgia right, film, exactly. and this film is present day. How would you describe? Everything like an all-encompassing oh, <laughs> point of view of this sure. film. I know what I would say, but go ahead. Uh, you should probably go first, and I'll chime in. <laughs> well, I see this film as I feel like there were thousands of people helping to put in so much detail in this film. Oh it gosh. is. Uh, we'll talk more in detail about this in a little bit, but it is filled with references and or what we call Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it, every if, if you're into if you had dial up internet, 
there are references there for you. So if you're a little bit older and you remember that, if you um, love Disney movies or if you love Star Wars movies or if you love uh, Stan Lee or if you it just it goes on and on, on it's, and on. Some of them are so subtle. As I was reading on, I didn't catch all. I never catch any of these I, things. I'm, I'm more oblivious. of a generalist at the beginning, so yeah. And it took I, me five times to see things. So. And I, I was reading through and like, did you know that when they're like uh, sassy moms want to meet you on the card? I think that was the mom from Hero Six, Big Hero Six. Oh, really? It's those kind of little oh my details. Gosh. Oh, they, I love all those. Yeah, oh they've gosh. taken so much time, so much effort, and to put in all these details that it's it's an amazing film. It is. It is jam packed. But what 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 was your first? Well, you should probably give us your first, second, third, fourth, and fifth impression. Actually, <laughs> well, the first one, you know, after I watched it the first time, I think my jaw dropped, and I and I, because it was so good. I mean, I think I saw it the first day, and I saw it like early in the morning. So it was kind of the moms and kids in the in the uh, audience that day. So there were laugh out loud moments that I would have totally guffawed and laughed out loud. But I I sort of I just sort of held back just a little bit because I didn't want to be that guy. Anyway, but, oh, but then I went with Vanessa. I know, and, I, and I was like, he said that. And I was like, oh, well, I am that guy. And I don't care who's in the theater. I will be laughing. Laugh yes. with me. And I laughed, laughed very loud, laughed very loud. It was, it was so great. But let's see, I think what, and after the first time I saw it, when I came out, I just was gobsmacked, I guess. And that I'm like, uh, the two thoughts that I had were this is one of the best movies, if not the best movie that I've seen this year. Um, one of them anyway. Um, and the second was, uh, oh yeah. The second one was, uh, well, this is the film I'm going to see from, you know, now until Mary Poppins returns open. Little did I know I would be seeing it multiple times. In fact, I've seen it in sort of the regular sort of projection. I've seen it in 3d and now I've seen it in IMAX as well. So they're all good. Um, I think IMAX was the best anyway, but, and the third thought, what was my third thought? Um, well, I was just, it, the music, everything, it was just, it was just a, a great film. I enjoyed it all. Yeah, I did too. I, I think I liked it better than the first film, actually. I did too, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's just one of those, um, okay, so it seems like one of those films that they they know it's a sequel, and, and you're never sure with the sequel, mm-hmm. so they put extra care into making sure that this was a really well-done film. Um, I really enjoyed it, too. Um, wanted to talk to you, too, a little bit, before we get into our favorite scenes and, and, and what worked for us in the film, um, I was also surprised, and going off of that detail, by the voice actors. Oh, I think the voiced casting was amazing. Of course, we had... Um, a lot of the cast from the first time around, and some of them were in new roles. Um, but I and, and and I had to look in IMDb to go, who is that and who is that? And then you're just surprised by all of the voices, like the E Boy, which was so funny. Um, it's Sean. Mm, I'm not really good with names, but Sean John uh, Sean Giambrone, possibly. Anyway, it's the guy from uh, from television. Uh, uh, oh, anyway, sorry. Anyway, he's on uh, Wednesday nights. And there you go. That's all you need to know to find <laughs> like him. Like going, there, there went my research out the door. But he was, um, 
On, oh, the Goldbergs. Yeah, he's on. Oh, the he's Goldbergs. on the Goldbergs. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and great. So that so I his voice that sounded familiar, but the characterization was just right. so awesome. Well, they had um, you know our regular um, the big name actors like Gal Gadot, uh, of of course John C. Riley, Sarah Silverman were back, but Taraji Henson I oh thought was gosh, great. She was a, she was amazing. Yeah, she was really good. But what and Alan Tudyk? I mean, hello, he's hello. in everything. Yes. He's so good. He was in the last film but now he's in a different character in this film but what I thought was really interesting is and this isn't even something you would necessarily pick up on while watching the film they had YouTube celebrities (laughs) come on and and voice characters um, in the movie. For example, Glozelle, if, if you're into YouTube, she's very popular. Miranda Sings, um, she was actually animated in the film. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was incredible that they would do so much research into um, social media, YouTube mm-hmm. culture, and what's popular, that they would put those little details in into the film. Because, like, Glozelle, you, you may not no, know no, uh-huh. that she is uh, she's represented as one of the characters, but she is. So that, that just really fascinated well, me. Have had Tim Tracker and his wife, don't you? That's think? what I was thinking. Like, where are the trackers? Come Let's on, get real meta here, anyway. And then, uh, Brett, I'm going to hit it over to you to talk about. Although all those uh, actors, uh, voice actors, were wonderful, the real stars, I think, the real, <laughs> the big ones, were the Disney princesses, which. You know, if you don't mention D23 in this episode, I'm going to have to do it for you. Yes. Well, um, uh, I'm giving up the drinking, so there will be no clinks. But anyway, (laughs) yes. So, well, that was actually one of the big things at the D23 Expo in 2017 at the animation panel. Um, I think what surprised everyone was Ralph Breaks the Internet. And during that time, they – well, first of all, I think think they, they, they showed the clip that is basically the princesses um, defending their turf, which was just hilarious and fun. Now it's even on you know on the on YouTube, and you can you know watch that part uh, just on its own. But it blew everyone away. I, of all the things in the animation, uh, um, the animation animation part of the of the presentation, that's what blew everyone away. It was everyone was talking about. And wasn't it also too? I mean, I imagine this was part of it. it was was because so many of the original um, actors oh, were sure, able yeah. to voice those princesses. I think all except for maybe well, all um, of the contemporary, well, all of the all contemporary, contemporary ones. Um, so you know, from yeah. um, from Jody Benson on, you know, through um, let's see, well, Mandy Moore, uh, yeah. Rapunzel, and Adina Menzel, and um, yeah. And Kristen Bell. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah. I think, um, and I, I could be wrong, but I think just the the older actresses, right. obviously some of them have passed. Right. I think there was one who, um, I can't remember what part she played. Maybe Cinderella. No. Uh, I think it was Sleeping Beauty, wasn't it? Aurora? Yeah. That she's still alive, but right. she's just, oh, unfortunately, a little bit too Sorry. No, but they do, they use, you know, I mean, they recast voice. as time goes on. Yeah, fact, sure. This was, um, I think... The uh, I think the Snow White. This was the the new Snow White's first um, outing as a as a voice right. character. Right. But but to, but to listen to all of them. Oh yeah. And then at D twenty three, they brought them all out. And you saw them. I saw them all, which was a wonderful photo wow. op. And of course, the D twenty three fans went crazy. 
I, I can imagine. I mean, that is that is not an easy no, feat, scheduling no. everyone to come oh, and sure. record. I know they don't record at the same time, right. but record these parts, get them together for D23. Um, that is amazing. It was wonderful. It was uh, yeah. just awesome. <laughs> Um, so I really, I really did enjoy the voice casting itself. Uh, anything else you wanted to mention about that before we move on to our favorite scenes? Well, let's see. Some of the, um, Bill Hader was J.P. Spamley. Yes. Now his voice I recognize from the very beginning. Oh, but I also think it's funny, um, you know, Vin Diesel as Groot. Right. Like, I don't even remember... Root really making much of a noise, but I think it's so clever that they brought that big of a star in. Oh, sure. For whatever line that he had to record. Same for like Brad Garrett as Eeyore, uh, who I love, by the way. I adore Brad Garrett, and anytime I see him in anything, I think he's great. So I just thought that was so clever that they, I mean, they could have done this so. Um, so much more cheaply by yeah. just not having all these stars come in, just having, um, because they do that like with video games and whatnot. They just have a voice that sounds like yeah. the, the, the original character. And, but no, they went voice all casting. out for Tremendous. this film. It such was fantastic. a great part of the film. Well, let's go ahead and talk about a few of our favorite scenes because I, I, I have two in mind that I definitely want to hit on, but there were so many other scenes in this film that were just incredible. So, um, Brett, I will let you pick okay. your favorite first. Um, well, my favorite was the princess, you know, scene. You know, that was, that was good, but I think, well, it was amazing. It was, and the whole, um, the whole Disney segment was just wonderful, and so many, so many Easter eggs in that. Yeah, because they go to the Oh My Disney website yeah. essentially, and and as they, as Ralph and Penelope uh, uh, go in. Um, they're just, it's one <laughs> right after the other. Yeah, well, as they come um, in, as they come in, it is like the, it's, it, uh, they're recreating the opening day picture of Disneyland behind in Fantasyland. Oh, yeah, you know, yes. The, you know, all of the, the internet visitors are coming, streaming through like the kids did on the open, in the picture, the classic picture of the opening day at Disneyland, which was just amazing. That and was so cool. I need your help on this because I, I didn't know if I was just, maybe I didn't have all the information, but the magic hat that was once in Hollywood Studios, it, that makes an appearance in the film as well. It's animation. It? Well, I think it's, um, it's Disney animation, Disney animation. The Disney Animation Building okay. has the has Sorcerer's the hat, as well. hat. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was wondering if they were making a reference to that or if it was just a, the real reference was something else I was yeah, I unaware it was of. The, the Disney Animation Animation building yeah yeah i think but there was but there was club 33 oh there, i didn't see yes, that there was club 33 reference and was anyone yes. getting into it <laughs> <laughs> or was that impossible for them as well well i don't know i now i have to go see it a sixth time okay i'll yeah. do it twist your arm <laughs> um yeah that that scene is amazing i think my very favorite part was um, and it was just very, it was like shortly into the film was, you know, so Vanellope, okay, this is the spoiler alert, one of the spoiler alerts, that Vanellope has had her race and she's talked to Ralph, you know, saying, you know, yeah, it's just, you know, I love my, I love my, my races, but I kind of know what's going on. Well, she, after, well, things happen and her race is going away. They were, they all had to escape and mm -hmm. anyway. 
So she kind of sheathed Vanellope in a very precise way. She distills the human experience. And instead of, if you, if you um, switch race with life, it's surprisingly deep. Okay. Cause like I've been working, I wanted to remember wow. this quote. I wanted to remember this chills. quote. Yeah, let's see. And okay. So I do have the quote here. Okay. Sure. And this is Vanellope and she's talking about, you know, her life uh, racing in her, uh, in her video game. Sure, it's kind of predictable, but still I never really knew what would happen in a race. And it's that, that, that feeling, that not really knowing what's coming next feeling, that's the stuff that that feels like life to me. Ooh. And I'm just like going, well, you know, forget about race and put life into it. I'm like going, because we kind of know what's going to happen every day, but it could change a little bit. And yeah, that's what and makes that's what keeps it, us going. Yeah. Wow. I'm like going, you know, who do they think they are? They're Pixar or something? I mean, <laughs> there's subliminal messaging. I'm like going, you know, and this is why I did tell you because, well, <clears throat> Craig, if you're listening, we've gone back and forth about uh, Zootopia and and the message of Zootopia. And I'm mm-hmm. like going, I thought it was I thought it was very heavy-handed. And so when I saw this film, mm-hmm. Ralph breaks the, breaks the internet. I told Vanessa, you know, now this is a message this is a message movie that doesn't hit you over the head. So, mm-hmm. you know, it had a wonderful message and then more entertainment and then more message anyway. Yeah. So, Craig, <clears throat> you need to see this movie to well, see what it should be, the message movie. <laughs> and kidding. he's not here to defend ha-ha, it. So. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, let's talk more about that before we talk some more about scenes. Is I, I thought this was a very interesting take on... The because usually with Disney there's like a some kind of moral or um, a message at the end and and really it, what was really interesting is there's really no villain in this. Uh, well, when they go to the dark web, you know. Sure, but but the real um, the real issue is uh, Ralph's codependency, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's inter- interesting because um, uh, Gal Gadot's character is saying just because you're friends you don't have to have the same dreams mm-hmm. as your friends that's and, uh, that's another one of those hello truth bombs hello yeah. messages yeah and in the end um ralph has to over like he's the one who kind of saves the day because he 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 causes all the chaos um but he has to overcome this fear of of being alone because he's he's coming from issues of a, abandonment and 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 oh, the fix it feelings, yeah. yeah. And um and he's had uh, I read Vanellope is his friend for six years. They mentioned in the <laughs> film, so um he's going to have to redesign his life, and he mm-hmm. that's scary for him. Sure, and, it is. Yeah. And um that's really interesting that they chose to go with uh you know you you can stand on your own. You don't have to be codependent mm-hmm. um in your relationships for this film. Right. Well, when they were visiting, well, when there was um. Uh, uh, a virus, virus Ralph <laughs> was was uh, creating havoc. Uh, they were talking with Nosemore, which is the Alan 
how do you pronounce Alan, it? Alan, I think it's Tudyk. Tudyk, but I could um, be wrong. His um, his character, and he said, "Well, you're either going to have to you're, you're going to have to get rid of them through an antivirus sort of thing, or put everyone in therapy." Well, they ended up putting all the Ralphs in therapy. You know, yeah, seriously. So, I was like, just like, about to say, yeah. like my analysis <laughs> of this film, my therapist would be very proud of me. <laughs> Yay! Thank you. I finally understand these codependency <laughs> issues. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, yay. But yeah, that was just, um, it was a really neat, different take on on a Disney Mm -hmm. film. So I really enjoyed that. Lessons, but they didn't hit you over the head the whole time. Exactly. In my estimation. Sure, sure. Sure, I can see that. Um, But back to the uh, princess scene. One one other thing I wanted to mention Uh was um, if you, again, with the detail, because that's that's what this film is all about, are the details. That's what makes it the shiny. The multiple viewings, yes. It's the the shiny part of the film are the details. If you look at all the outfits the princesses are wearing because uh, Vanellope kind of convinces them to dress more casually. A casual day, yeah. Yeah, and then their storylines are coming across on their t-shirts yeah. like uh, Tiana says Nola for New Orleans mm-hmm. um, my favorite was Moana says Shiny yeah. uh, which is a throwback to the, the song Shiny right. in, in, uh-huh. in Moana um, what else was on there do you recall uh, I think Belle had like a beast or something or yeah. oh 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 uh, Anna from Frozen mm-hmm. has we finished each other's and then it has a picture of sandwiches <laughs> so it, it oh my gosh right? so, so much those details are just so hmm. fun. So I could see why Merchandise everyone... Merchandise opportunities? <laughs> well, it's funny that you said that because um, the weekend before this... I believe it was the weekend before this film opened. Um, you know, I'm a big subscriber to the uh, Disney Store emails. Uh-huh. And they sent all this. They said, oh, new Disney princess merchandise. And I was like, okay, let's take it, take sure, a look. Yeah. And it's all like Vanellope interrupting... The, the what they normally do, and I'm just like, is this this has got to be from the film? I wonder why <laughs> she's in all all of these uh, shirts and merchandise, and they must have thought it was going to be a big hit because they have so much merchandise Good. in this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so yes, they're definitely uh, making a profit off of yes. of uh, this uh, film through their merchandise. Um, another scene. That I know, um, as we went to the film, you were telling me, it's just everything. It's everything. Was <laughs> the scene where Vanellope is um, singing as a Disney princess. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So why don't you uh, oh tell us? Because I think you've been listening to the soundtrack <laughs> for a oh, few weeks now. Well, it's, well, you know, well, first of all. You know, she learned by talking to the princesses that she has to, that sometimes they they have life-changing realizations when they look into water. And as Ariel says... Does it have to be special water? Very special water. Let's, yeah. Which was so funny. Oh, important Important water. water. Which is so much more important than special water. It's important water. (laughs) But then she ends up looking into a puddle? Well, she she asks herself a question. Yeah, she, well, she doesn't get there. And then she's, you know, being a little bit more, she's by herself and she's, you know, having kind of a realization. And this was after, well, she, she came to a conclusion that... Um, you know that maybe that what is she going to do with Ralph? And you know she she has this 
you know, she has her dream, you know, but then if in order to have her dream, she has to give up her old life and kind of, well, not see Ralph as much and, you know, and not being a part of her game. So she, so it's Slaughter Race. So it's this yeah, Alan so Macon Slaughter Race song is, is the game that she now game, wants right. to live in. Live in, because, and yeah. And then so, she ends up singing the song. Singing the song that is a princess, it's her princess song. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so she's... And it's just, and it's very Alan Menken-ish, and it's yeah. Perfect. Well, it's a it's a parody of uh, so many know, part of your world, part of your world, There's- or a whole new world. Songs written by Alan Menken. Mm-hmm. I was reading a little bit about this, and I guess uh, the directors uh, actually went to Alan Menken and said, "We want a song like this uh-huh. that you've done before. We want to," and I think they. Quote said Alan Menken ish song. <laughs> it's or, a no, Alan Menken genre. That's a genre. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> and so he was obviously very flattered by this. Um, but it's so funny that he's parroting himself by writing a song called "The Place Like Slaughter Race." Yes, and it's really oh, it's hilarious. There's well, like a you, line about no creepy clowns or yes. something, and well, and then and the visuals are. I mean, it's a big, it's a big mu- movie musical. Yeah. And at the end, you know, I was, I'm a big fan of uh, La La Land, and it, it feels like La La Land at the at the end with the visuals when they're all on their cars and dancing on their oh, hoods right. and all that. Oh yeah, I didn't so even I'm just pick like going, it was yeah. So I loved it all. It was just. Super spectacular musical extravaganza, right. and I just love the humor of it. Of oh, when like so she references smart. dollar store yes. in the lyrics, so it's not you know Penelope's <laughs> not your average princess. No. She's kind of rough around the edges a little bit, mm-hmm. yeah. and so it's just hilarious that she's referencing these things that no other Disney princess would ever. Well, that's and that's reference. another thing. Back with the you know the princess scene, I was a little concerned that you know I mean. You know, we're, how were they treating the princesses? You know, I mean, you, it's good to mix things up, and um, and and I think that they did, they they hit every note. There was an article in let's see, it was the Rolling Stone um, review that um, was was great. The way they said that it it was just edgy enough, and yet it kept. Uh, you know the princesses. You know, is their bread and butter. You know, so it 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 kept them. Uh, you know, still in the high esteem. The only one I thought I thought was a little, um, I don't know, a little self parody was or was Ariel. You know, mm. when she did oh. her little song. <laughs> I'm like going about. You know. One day I thought I'd wear a shirt. You know. Oh, <laughs> I see. I forgot so that part. Yeah. It was a little. It it was a. The others, you know, were very sort of true to themselves, kind of like in their off time, you know, yeah. in the in their you know princess green room. Um, but yeah, but it still was just terrific. I and it's that uh, now that you're mentioning it, I thought it was funny how they um, treated the character of Merida because oh, she's gosh. she's actually from the Pixar studio yeah. and she's speaking in her uh, Scottish uh, thick accent mm-hmm. and and uh, I don't know. I don't know. What is that? It's not Gaelic. It's Mm -hmm. not Gaelic. It's whatever her Scottish very Yes, yes, it's a very strong, thick Scottish accent. I think she turned it on a little bit more. Yes, a little bit more for the joke. And then you can't understand what she's saying, and they they all looking at... 
Vanellope looks at the princesses and they go, she's from the other studio. Yeah. And I just thought, fun. oh, okay. So That's fun. funny. Meta, meta, meta. Very meta. meta. meta this whole meta, film was meta. very meta. So, that was great. But yeah, Slaughter Race, uh, that yeah. whole number well, was yeah, great. Yeah, the, the Slaughter Race and even the, I mean, the music, if we want to talk about the music for yeah, just a moment. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. You know, the, um, the credits, the credit um, has in this place, which is kind of this. How about the style like of that? Techno it's like a dance, techno dance house version of, of you know a place called Slaughter Race, yeah. yeah. And I I was listening to that for days. It would be my you know go to you know earworm that would just live in my head. I was feeling kind of funky. Anyway, <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed that. And then I, Zero I, I by Imagine Dragons. Say that. Every day, what? I was feeling kind of funky. funky. Yeah, and then Hashtag zero. feeling kind of funky. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> zero, which I, you know, I don't know if this is what they meant, but at the end, you know, when we were watching it, and you know, during the credits, when the zero by Imagine Dragons um, came on, and I said, "Get it, zero ones and yes. zeros." <laughs> you know, I don't know if that's what they meant, but you know, I think that's like absolutely going, I think what it's they cool. meant. Yeah. I, it's so funny, too, that you were, like, elbowing me, like, do you get it? Do you do get you, it? Do you get it? And I'm like, yeah, yes. Brett. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it about five minutes ago. In fact, before I even came in today, I got it, okay? But, yeah, but the whole score was just so, so wonderful. How does it compare? Because you're a really, you're our score guy. You're our soundtrack. Okay, you're our sure. soundtrack guy. <laughs> hey, I was listening to old podcasts in preparation for this, and yes. it was referenced that you are the soundtrack guy. Okay. Hey, yes, so how because does I am. It, you are. How does it compare to the Incredible soundtrack? Which one did you like oh, better? That's right. I'm always about putting you in like. A, oh no! A really I'm like hard a, the choice. Sophie's Choice here. Yes. <laughs> I'm like going. Sorry. Uh, hmm. Well, gosh, I think. Well, they are. They're very different stylistically. Um, they're both kind of reference uh, other types of music. Um, if you're just looking for a gut personal yeah. preference, well, wow, that's so hard. Well, no, if I have, have to make to. the if I have to make the Sophie's choice, I'm gonna I'm going to be um, Ralph breaks the internet because <gasps> yeah, wow. I know because I'm like going because slaughter um, no let's in this in this place and and a place called Slaughter Race. We're living in my head and on my playlist much longer than the Mrs. Uh, than wow. the Elastic Girl. Elastic Girl. Anyway, <laughs> I was just yes, and you sang that to me for all of, <laughs> all of the summer months this year. Every time I'd see you, you would be singing Elastic Girl to me. That's why I had to ask. I had yeah. to do it. Well, that is very interesting. Oh, I think I was singing the Frozone to Elastic Girl. But anyway, sorry. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're just going to, I can guarantee there's going to be the next 15 minutes. Brett's going to be singing the song. We're going to have head. to cut it yeah. and then we'll come back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're back. So, um, well, I want to keep talking about uh, a couple more scenes um, that I, I wanted to mention to you because I, I thought it was very interesting. Okay. Continuing on with the princesses, their reappearance toward the end of the Aww, film, yeah, when they basically help save the day, mm-hmm. and and the whole message there is uh, they don't need a big strong man to help them save the day. Mm-hmm. They all save the day on their own. 
What are your thoughts on that? I thought it was great. I'm like going, what a way to even going forward or kind of looking back. It's a great way to uh, put the princesses in a contemporary light and, um, and just go, this was their story before. But we're showing you the real character, the real princesses in their off time. And in their off time, they, you know, save the day. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and I thought it was so funny because, They're all like, what are they going to do now oh with films in the future? Like, we're always going to be able to reference back. Like, <laughs> don't you know these princesses can save themselves? They don't need it. Well, yeah, I don't. Th- yes, I don't. I don't know that we will have princesses in the future that um, that are like are the, the, so dependent archetype. Uh, yeah, um, damsel in distress. I don't think we'll be revisiting that until yeah. it's very ret- we'll a very retro thing to do in an, an ironic sort of way. Well, even like when you're looking at Moana, she saves the day. They all, and Tiana saved right. the day herself, basically. Yeah, it's like um, contemporary princesses. Rapunzel, I think. Rapunzel, yeah, she's. I mean, she well, I mean, she had her hair, and it did, you know, it yeah. did the job. Yeah. So, so you know, I think you're right in that we really haven't seen too many damsels in distress. No, and for, Belle, for, you know, for several Belle years. was smart, and she was true to herself, and yeah, had Stockholm syndrome. But anyway, well, which was yeah, which who was doesn't? you know, which all <laughs> those yes, all those yeah, all of those are re- the 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 things that. Uh, that they all have in common that was in the princess scene mm-hmm. too. My gosh, we t- we enjoyed the princess scene as you can tell. We did, we <laughs> did. So, um, talking. Is there anything else you wanted to mention about the film? Because I'd like mm-hmm. to talk about a couple things that um, I, I I think could have been done better. But <gasps> you, I I know. Dare I say that? That's okay. But anything else in the film that you thought was uh, really good to bring up? I loved the look of the film because it was how they interpreted uh, a visualization of the internet, you know, I thought was, uh, it was such a clear vision. Um, it was gorgeous. And, uh, and it was just um, the detail again. I'm like, yeah. oh, wait, we're just gonna have, I can't wait till it's on DVD so I can pause oh, it and look at everything. Frame. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like that. And the other thing, um, later on, when um, there's a virus, Ralph, <laughs> you'll know anyway. That, but the scene where he's taking over the internet, hence Ralph breaks the internet. Which yeah. okay, um, the viral Ralph looks like because um, there's multiples and multiples, and they're all climbing on each other. And then there's the whole, then there's the whole King Kong moment yeah, and all of that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But they look. I'm like going, what does that look like? What does that look like? And I and I had to do a little bit of research. But they look like the baby red crabs that migrate. You know, oh, have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. Anyway, and so yes. I did the research, and it's the red. The baby red crab's migration on Christmas Island. Now you can sing the Christmas Island song. If you don't know it, look it up. Anyway, but yeah, I'm like going, that was just, I'm like going, that looks so familiar. And I'm like going, I wonder if that was a reference for them. Yeah. I <laughs> so mean, anyway, that makes sense. I mean, they were just like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, so those were two items yeah. that, about the look. Just gorgeous. Yeah, so. and you, you're so right. I, I wish I would have thought of that to say. The design of the internet is, mm-hmm. you know, how do you design something that doesn't really exist? It's not tangible. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a beautiful job. It was gorgeous. Incorporated so many um, 
parts of the internet. They even did the dark web, which yeah. actually, that's the part that started to scare me a little bit because <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, what are we going to see? Yeah. I know well, it's Disney, but it's the dark web. But, and then the Alfred Molina character, which was, hmm, he's probably on the first page here. Anyway, I was trying to look for that. Um, oh, Double Dan? Oh, yeah, Double Dan. Which one was Double Dan? The, well, he looked like Oh, is he, he the one with like the neck? Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, with the with face the, in the neck. Yes. What, what does Rob say? Yeah. I wanted to come into your neck of the face. I mean, you're, <laughs> there's a face in your neck. I mean. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> that was great. Great interp there. Thank you. That was good. Oh, thank good. you. For not remembering it I and know, having a flashback. Good. That was good. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's how I love my life. Um, anyway, um, and the comment section, too. Um, oh, that was yeah. the other part that scared me in this film when, <laughs> when, because, because Ralph is, has become an internet sensation. Mm-hmm. He does all these YouTube uh, clips, uh, kind of parodying, mm-hmm. um, Very much famous so. YouTube videos, uh, which is, is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. But, but then he goes into the dreaded comment section, mm-hmm. which, um, my tip for anyone listening is don't ever do it. <laughs> you will have your soul crushed into a million pieces, yes. uh, because it can be a very negative place. I said yes because that's what yes that's what yes said too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I gasped a little. I, I don't know if you heard me sitting next to you, but mm-hmm. when he when he went in, I was like, oh, no, no, Ralph, no, no, this is not good. No, Ralph, this is don't good. do it, don't do it. And of course, Ralph gets very upset mm-hmm. by things people are writing about him, mm-hmm. and and that that was a neat interpretation mm-hmm. of that of that experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, they I they concur. did such a great job oh. designing this. Yes. So I'm like going, there were things. Well, <laughs> it's it's nitpicky. Okay. okay? Go Cause, ahead. Because I think you're going to hate me for saying this. No, I will never. To your face. Exactly. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> I, I really, really love this movie. Mm-hmm. Was it the best Disney film for me that I just wanted to keep seeing and seeing. I, I didn't have that urge. Okay. Like when, and, and people, especially now when you talk about Frozen, people are like, oh, I can never see that movie again. But when it first came out, I saw it several times because I, I thought can, it was so sure, clever. Yes, I can still see it. And I, so yeah. funny. I still love watching it. I know. Actually. I'm like going, okay. But yeah. I don't have kids. Soapbox. So. I'm like going, why the Disney hate for Frozen? I'm like I, going. I think it's because kids, you know, want their they just want to watch it over and over, and parents, you know, they get a little spent. I understand. I can understand. Well, I can understand that, but they should just let it go. Exactly, they should let it go. Very smart. <laughs> I wonder Very what the smart. new song will be in Frozen Two. Don't going, let it go. How do they? How do they top that? Don't anyway, let it go. Don't, don't let, let go. go. Hang don't on. Don't ever let go. Forever. <laughs> Baggage. Um, but uh, so you came to me with this, and you were like, "Oh, it's everything. It's going to be nominated." And I was really expecting. I thought, "Wow, like, could it be? Could it be like Frozen for, was for me?" And it it wasn't, but it was still very good. I very much enjoyed. It. I will buy it. Um, I so I've been thinking about why that was. That's okay. And yes. I think part of the reason that it wasn't that for me was because with Frozen, I had no idea what it was going to be about. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. I went in knowing nothing, and I was so wonderfully surprised. I knew quite a bit about this film before I even saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I think if they had not released that clip at D23 and also used it as a trailer, um, I think I would have enjoyed this mm-hmm. film a lot, a lot more because... Yeah. 
that those are the big scenes that really take you by surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is something that I wish they wouldn't have done. I mm-hmm. guess for for getting people to go see it in theaters, maybe they had to do that. But it was also Thanksgiving weekend, so why did they do that? And I'm I have the same concern for Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, that they're showing so much of it. I you know, but anyway, that's a that will be coming up here. That our review on Mary Poppins Returns, and I think it's going to be all three of us. I think so. Yes, I'm excited about so. that. But yeah. yeah, but back to this, I can understand that. But the, actually, you know, the first time I saw it, it just took my breath away. I thought it was so smart, and I'm a digital excuse me, I'm a, a digital artist. Um, so all of the the technical aspects and just how gorgeous it was, and I, I mean, I can it it. it blows my mind. You know, yes, hand-drawn animation is just amazing and all this, but I'm like going, these are all ones and zeros that, you know, that they're animating as well. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, just, um, mm-hmm. it's just so technical and so difficult and it's, it's amazing. But it just, and, and I thought this, I thought the story was so smart and everything. So, but those are my, those are my thoughts, but, but I think those are very valid points. Vanessa, I don't hate you. I could never do that. So there was nothing you'd want to change about the film. It was perfect. It was okay. Oh, all right. I also um, sorry about that little no, no, loud no, level. No, I have to be careful. With that's that. okay. I I'll get just excited. Cry in my pillow later. Um, the other thing that I've noticed online is. Um, that people said. Uh, again, I went to the comments. You section. went to the comments. What's wrong with go me? To the comments I didn't section. even take my own advice. <laughs> um, you know, the title is uh, people were saying, "Why break the internet?" You know, I know that's a saying, but it's Ralph. Uh, Ralph. Wreck uh, it, Ralph. Why not Ralph wrecks the internet? Some people took issue with that. I think that's a bit nitpicky. Um, oh, those disnoids from time right, to time. Right, exactly, they do. Exactly. And then, the, <laughs> and then, of course, the other thing that we mentioned was the first film was all about that nostalgia. Mm-hmm. And if you were expecting that in the second film, you got a little bit. Well, you got of Tron. It. Oh my gosh! It's like you know, yeah. I didn't really oh, I do video, Tron, yeah. but I'm like, oh, I, I do remember Tron. Yeah. As a wee child. And was. <laughs> Isn't it funny that they put in Tron when that attraction is coming to the Magic oh, Kingdom hmm. so soon? Meta, meta. So, exactly, exactly. You know. So that's the other thing that people had said online um, about the film is, is a slight criticism, but really um, I haven't seen too much negativity about it. Oh, it's, uh, what, it, let's see, the, I don't know if I have the information about, do I? Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> yeah, very well reviewed on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. which I tend to agree with yeah. uh, or enjoy the films that are highly rated. So I, I'm going to say Rotten Tomatoes is probably correct yes. in, in their assessment of the film. And it's been the number one film for a number of weekends. Three week, three mm-hmm. weekends, I think. Yeah. 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 So it's still doing very well at the box office. I, honestly, I think it probably will continue to do so mm-hmm. until Mary Poppins comes out, <laughs> yeah. um, which I kind of anticipate that. You know, taking over. <laughs> yeah, see, Mary Poppins Returns breaks the box office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, se- a sequel to a sequel. There you go. Um, so that that pretty much takes care of the movie itself. But there were a couple surprises in the credits that I wanted to discuss, <laughs> mainly because you and I had a, had a, a discussion about one of the scenes, and that is the pancake milkshake 
insane. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, that Or didn't stay until the end. Or didn't stay. <laughs> what is with all those I people know. who left they the got, theater? You know, oh, this is the end. I'm like going, just just wait, just wait. Right. That that theater when we went, we went on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. It was complete, like almost completely yes. full, right? And then by the end, there were what five of us. I know left I, in the theater. I, you know, because there's like a fault sending, and then there's you know another fault. I'm like going, just wait until always, until the, always yeah, wait to the, to the very, very end, end when you're seeing a Disney Marvel yeah. film. Please. Always and wait. the and the people that work on it deserve it, and that's maybe why they do it. But my oh, gosh, for sure. you know, for go sure. ahead. Yes, you were well. Uh, the the scene is the uh, the milkshake and pancakes. The, the kitty gets the the, pan, the milkshake. The bunny gets, gets the, the pancakes, pancakes. and then the <laughs> bunny. The, well, I know, but the mom said, "You know, the mom's talking to the little girl. You know, well, how did you like the how did you like the movie? I liked it, but it made me sad that they didn't show everything that was in the trailer. <laughs> right, because this was a scene that was released was as part the of the trailer, That's and it I wasn't it wasn't in the film. I know. And it, it was makes so me mad. Funny. It makes me sad. Yeah, that. And so, following this film, I, I turned to Brett. I'm like, "Do you think they made this and then just didn't know where to put it and stuck it in the credits?" You disagree with me, and you said, "Of course they knew it. Of course they planned it." I read yes, uh, I, online. I read too, yes. Okay, that uh, they, they this was going to be part of uh, Ralph and Vanellope exploring the internet, mm-hmm. and then they just couldn't fit it into the storyline, so they stuck it in the credits with a very, very funny, it's so funny. meta joke. Oh my gosh, I love that! It, I completely laughed out loud. A guffaw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That one made me laugh really hard. I also thought it was really cute that. Um, they have baby Moana, which some, I guess you could argue, well, how do you know it's Moana? In the IMDb uh, character listing, it's listed as baby Mo. Huh. So how, how could it not be short for Moana? Right? Right. So clever. There is one other uh, clip, though. In the credits, that took me by surprise as well. I'm like, gosh, they really got us. They got us. Mm-hmm. So if you're watching uh, the film uh, throughout, you know, Ralph does, uh, as I mentioned, all these YouTube clips. And one thing that was very popular, gosh, how long ago was it? Five years ago? Or is it still a thing? I mean, I'm sure it is still a thing. I know. But I didn't really know much about it. And I had to, you know. Well, anyway, uh, we got Rickrolled, which is uh, playing the song "Never Gonna Give You Up," "Never mm-hmm. Gonna Let You," and and having someone make you listen to it. Well, yes, but you know, and now, and it was like, and now with the, the Frozen Two logo, and now s- special oh, scenes, that's right. and now special scenes from. Frozen, Frozen 2. 2. And then it goes right And then into. it's just playing that song. But he sounds like Rick Astley to begin with, you know? Yeah. I'm never going to give you up, or never going to give you up. He sounds very much like Rick Astley. Yeah. So, anyway. so we got Rick rolled in the theater. Fair warning, <laughs> you will get Rick rolled. The and then you even film. wait after that. You have to wait until the very last bit because, because you know, oh, Ralph yeah. has, has say, lines about, you know, well, that's, it? yeah. Um, we're going to, yeah, you can stay here if you want, but this is, well, we're we're done now. So yeah, it's very hilarious. funny. Laughh the whole way through. I love Loved a it. good last few jokes mm-hmm. in a film. So I thought that was just was just wonderful. Um, I really enjoyed seeing this film, and I'm sure you enjoyed seeing it all five times. I did. You saw it. I sort of slept through a couple of places during the. Well, I needed a little nap because I was doing things. But the last time when it was in IMAX, 
I watched the whole thing, and it was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. And I yeah. So that's that's our review, and, wow. and we definitely recommend that you go out and see it. Um, <laughs> hopefully, and, or, after you, hopefully before you've heard all of our spoilers. But if any anything, or, you or know. just buy the DVD when it comes out, and you can go uh, frame by frame and watch all these. Like things. I will. I'm like going. Oh my right. gosh! Right. Can't wait. Um, so coming up for us, we are going to be seeing, as we've mentioned a few times mm-hmm. in our podcast, uh, Mary Poppins Returns. That'll be coming up very soon. I'm sure Brett will see this one 25 it's the new, times. It's the new, well, okay, now, okay, how do I do that? Well, I'm, I'm an AMC A-list, so, you know, I can see three movies a week anyway, you know, so I'm right. not going... I needed to make up some, so I will in the next couple of months. So. Right. So we'll, <laughs> we'll be bringing that to you probably in the new year. We're also going to be doing, uh, with Craig, a review of 2018, all the things that we loved that are Disney-related uh, Disney things, mm-hmm. and then also what we're looking forward in, to in 2019. So uh, be sure to, uh, to be on the lookout for that, along with all the other wonderful things that we're going to be doing next year. Uh, but those are the two upcoming podcast for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett, anything else you'd like to leave us with? Enjoy Wreck-It Ralph and have a great holiday season. Yes, very happy holidays to you from from Brett, myself, Craig as well, even yeah. though you can't be here. Everyone at the Front Row uh, Review Network, uh, thank you so much for listening today. If you want to keep listening to our other podcasts, you can find us several different ways. We are on Facebook. Uh, just search for Beyond the Mouse. That's actually our new Facebook mm-hmm. page, so you can be sure to like and follow us there. Leave us a little comment if you oh, like the film. If there's anything we missed that you want to chat about, just leave us a comment. We love to chat Disney 24-7. We kind of do. We will wake up in the middle of the night to chat with you if need be. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes. Just search for Beyond the Mouse. We have our own feed there. And also, uh, you can find out all about our, the rest of the network uh, on the frontrowmoviereviews.com. But that's it for us, and yeah. uh, we hope you have a great time. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. And I'm Brett Rutherford. And we'll see you real soon in the front row. Bye.